on today's episode of the Real Foodology Podcast. It's an empowering place to be when you know that you are the master creator of your reality. And all it takes is maybe maybe some guidance, right? And, and my, my, like I'm, my purpose is to help you remember your power. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Real Foodology Podcast. I am your host, Courtney Swan, and I am so grateful that you're here. This episode, wow, is really magical. I'm a bit speechless. I've been, I've tried to record this intro a couple times because I'm, I don't even know how to give this episode justice. So this intro will probably be pretty, pretty short just because I really want to get into the episode. Um, I recently got connected with this beautiful woman, Danielle. Uh, we found each other on Instagram and she was speaking a lot to things that I have been working on in my own life and thinking about. And she has this way of really making it resonant and putting ideas and thoughts and feelings really into words that are tangible and actionable. And also she has this way, uh, this passion behind it that makes it feel very tangible for your own life and so incredibly empowering. You know, this episode is not exactly about health in the way that I normally talk about health, you know, food, diet, toxins that we're being exposed to. But as I've gotten deeper in my own journey of self-healing, I have discovered that health is so much more than just the food that we eat and the products that we put on our body and the water that we drink. A lot of it is our thoughts and uh, our feelings about ourselves. Because if you don't have a great relationship with yourself and you are inundated with toxic thoughts all day, it affects your body, it affects your brain, it affects the way that you move through the world, it affects your relationships. And ultimately, your relationship with yourself is the most important. And if you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself, then you're not gonna live a healthy life. So Danielle and I talk about this. Um, we dive into another subject that I am very passionate about, which is this polarity between the masculine and the feminine. Um, it really has nothing to do with your sex and has more to do with the energies that we live in. Um, both males and females have masculine and feminine energies in them. And we talk about the polarity behind that, the energetics, uh, how to cultivate masculine and feminine energy in yourself. We talk about this concept that Danielle has that is um, being a well-fucked woman while also being celibate right now. So it has nothing to do with sex. It's all about your relationship with yourself and your mentality about your life um, and your mentality about yourself. So it is so empowering to hear her talk about all this stuff. And I am leaving this episode just being like, fuck, yeah, let's go. Like there's so much that I want to do and create. And she has me really excited about my life. So I hope that this episode resonates with you. And please feel free to reach out to her. Uh, I have her Instagram linked in the show notes. She does personal coaching, which is something that I'm going to start doing as well. And I highly recommend or encourage you, if any of this resonated with you, to also reach out and work with her. We talk about a lot more as well, but I really just want to get into the episode because I'm not even going to give it justice. So with that, let's get into the episode with Danielle. Okay, just kidding. One more thing before we go into the episode. If you could just take a moment to rate and review the podcast, I can't tell you how much it means to me and how much it helps the podcast. It takes about two minutes 
And it really does help this podcast a lot. So that's one way that you guys can support me if you are loving the podcast and you are looking to support. Also, if you are enjoying it, if you want to share any of the any clips or even just a screenshot from the episode on your Instagram, that really helps the show a lot as well. My Instagram is at Real Foodology. And most importantly, I just want to say thank you for being here. It really means a lot. And this show would be nothing without you. So I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Well, friends, the holidays are officially upon us. I cannot believe that I'm even recording this ad right now because it feels like they are coming very quickly. So I wanted to share a couple uh, gift ideas that I think would be awesome for anyone in your life that's either struggling with some sort of health issue or if they are on a path to get healthier. So I'm a huge fan of the higher dose infrared sauna blanket. I've had one for, man, it's been like four years now. And what it is, is it's a, essentially like a, a sauna blanket that you can lay on anywhere in your house, on your bed, just as long as your bed does not have flammable materials in it. You can lay it on your couch. You can do it all, do it on your floor. And I always joke that it's like my sauna burrito because it just wraps you in and then you get a really good infrared sweat in. It promotes circulation, enhances deep relaxation. It helps with energy. It may also help with chronic fatigue. It helps you get a better sleep at night. Not to mention, you guys know, I talk about toxins all the time on this podcast and sauna, infrared saunas are the best way to get out all of the toxins that we are being exposed to on a day-to-day basis. So experts recommend that we do a sauna sweat at least a couple times a week. So that is a great option for a gift. They also have their infrared PMF mat. And this is something that I turn on at night when I'm in bed while I'm reading. I also love to do it during the day when I kind of need a little bit of a boost, like when I'm podcasting or I'm sitting on my computer. There's different settings based on what you're trying to do, whether you're meditating and reading and trying to get ready for bed, or if you are working and you need a little bit of an energetic boost. What it does is it grounds you in the earth's magnetic field for a full body reset. It is so freaking cool. They also have a travel mat. So if you have anyone in your life that travels and is interested in this, I would definitely check that out. And then last but not least, they also have a red light face mask, which helps to rejuvenate the skin. It activates a natural glow. It boosts your mood. And it's just overall really great for um, if you are looking to improve your skin. If you would like to try any of these products from Higher Dose, just go to higherdose.com. That's H-I-G-H-E-R-D-O-S-E.com and use code RealFoodology and you are going to save 15%. Do you struggle with insomnia or irritability, being anxious, feeling stressed all the time, maybe experience muscle cramps or twitches? Are you constipated sometimes? There are dozens of symptoms of magnesium deficiency. So these are just a few of the common ones of magnesium deficiency. Four out of five Americans are magnesium deficient and almost everyone is at suboptimal levels. And this is a huge problem because magnesium is involved in more than 600 biochemical reactions in your body. And what most people don't know is that taking just any magnesium supplement is actually not going to solve your problem because most supplements use cheaper kinds that your body can't use or absorb. So this is why I'm obsessed with Bioptimizer's Magnesium Breakthrough. Before I lose you, please listen to the end because there's a Black Friday special that you're not going to want to miss. Bioptimizer's Magnesium Breakthrough is the only full-spectrum magnesium supplement with seven unique forms of magnesium that your body can actually use and absorb. This is the only supplement that I've ever found that has all seven forms of magnesium in one supplement. And when you get all these seven critical forms of magnesium, pretty much every foundation in your body gets upgraded from your brain to your sleep, pain and inflammation, you have less stress... 
So I am stoked to share with you guys that Buy Optimizers is having an incredible Black Friday special offer from November 21st to the 28th. You can get not only Magnesium Breakthrough, but all of Buy Optimizers' best-in-class products for 25% off. This is the only time of the year that they offer this discount, so you're not going to want to miss it. So go to buyoptimizers.com slash realfoodology and enter code realfoodology, and you're going to get 25% off. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com slash realfoodology. For those of you listening that are like, damn, I missed the Black Friday sale. You can still get 10% off. Just make sure that you use code realfoodology and you will save 10%. Danielle, I am so excited about this episode. We have been talking about this for a while and the day has finally come. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation. Um, I feel like it's the way of the future for people to have this information and just know their power, know how powerful they are, really. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. I mean, that's that's my whole message with nutrition is I want to empower people to take their health back. And that's what I love about your message. Even though we talk about different things, it really does come back to um, allowing or helping people to see their magic and tap into their power. That's what I love so much about your message. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I really align with your message as well. And it's like, at the end of the day, you know you best. And the more that we can peel back the conditioning and the programming and drowning out the noise of other people or society and really tapping into our heart and our inner intuition, we, we know, we know intuitively what is best for our body, whether it be the foods that we eat or, um, the person, you know, the, the ideal partner or friendship or just like just anything. And it's all about really just crowding that out to then get quiet within to know, okay, I actually have the power to make decisions that are in like true to, to me. So whether that be again, like food or a partnership, it's all, it's all the same. It's just like getting you back to you. Wow. Okay. I've said that before, actually, that's really powerful. So someone listening that struggles with that and they're thinking, okay, well, how do I get to that? How do I cancel out all the noise? How do I tap into me so that I can know myself better? Yeah. And and I've been on this journey for quite some time. And it's something that I help, I'm helping my clients with as well. And it's like, when we realize that everything is a program, everything. So society, the government, your teachers, your friends, people are consciously or unconsciously based on their opinions and their perception of reality and things that they've been through. They're sharing that with, with you. And if we're not consciously aware of that, Hey, this is their own experience and what feels true for them. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's true for me. If we're going unaware of that, we can be easily influenced by everything around us. Yeah. And and I used to think it was just well, uh, science will say from zero to nine years old, that's when your subconscious is formed, which is 95% of what one runs the show in our life. But even today, I walk into a store or I go to a doctor and a doctor will diagnose me with something and and it might not be true. And it, it's it really um, a television show that you're watching. You know, I, I have a client that was watching all of these reality television shows about dating and this drama and toxicity. And when you're in that suggestible state and you're not filtering out, oh, this is just not reality. You know, this is not my reality. Our our perception of our life starts to really become that. So it's being hyper aware of like, Hey, everyone else is going about their life in their own perception of reality. And it doesn't necessarily need to be mine. So for me, 
and for my clients, meditation obviously is huge. And then an embodiment, EM, embodiment practices, getting out of the head, out of the analytical mind, where we have uh, 70,000 thoughts per day, 42,000 of those are negative. And 90% of those thoughts are what we had from the day before and the day before and the day before. So it can sometimes be a scary place to be up in the head, which is designed to, you know, keep us safe evolutionarily. But when we can get out of the head and into our body and call in what it is that we really desire, which might, it takes time and it takes practice. But the more that you do that, that's how you open up the heart. That's when your intuition gets so much louder because you're allowing yourself to feel what it really feels like to, to live in what's true for you. Does that make sense? Mm. Yes. And I'm just in awe of how you, you put this into words and make it so resonant for people. Cause this is something I've been on this journey for, well, I mean my whole life, but the last couple of years, I really started to come online to the fact that um, I've been a people pleaser my whole life. And I was so concerned about everyone else's needs around me that I thought like, Oh, it's fine. As long, as long as I can manage everyone else around me, like I'm good. I got me. I'm good. But what I didn't understand was that I was totally ignoring. Okay. But what are my needs? Like, I needed to get in touch with myself. I needed to cancel out all the noise. And what ended up happening and what that looked like for me was then in my adult life, I was looking outside for answers for everything instead of realizing that I had all the answers that I needed. And I there was this disconnect where I didn't even know how to get to that place. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And, and I actually uh, found a study that uh, little girls, because their brains were... are. Uh, more developed than than little boys at the time, they're constantly seeking validation from their external environment, from their caretakers, more so than boys. Boys are not, they're not like aware of that yet. So women tend to, uh, and not all, but from what I've seen in my own, ex- my own life experience and my clients, they tend to seek validation from everyone around them, or they're like people pleasing and they put, mm-hmm. they totally put their, uh, their needs aside. And then they have this like awakening where they're like, holy shit, ex- we're allowed, are we allowed to curse? Oh yeah. Okay. Say whatever you want. Let it fly. I don't even know who I am. I have no idea who I am or what I enjoy doing with my life or what my hobbies are or what my interests are because I've been putting everyone else's needs before my own, or I've been seeking partnership thinking that that was the answer. And then we have these like quarter life crisis, midlife yeah. crisis. We're like, what the, where, what do I do? I have no identity of self. So where I come into play is again, helping you get, in, get out of the head, understanding the fact that you can rewire these thoughts and you can make different choices um, and then get that into the body. So shedding and removing all the things that aren't serving us, limiting beliefs, all these stories that are all learned. They're all learned, whether it be stories of limiting beliefs about around money, around men, around our parents, around how what society says is normal. It's all learned behavior, all learned programming. So when we can shed that and remove that and then anchor in what it is that we really want, your reality, quote unquote, your external reality, the way that you see the world starts to change because you're working on your internal environment. You're putting yourself first. And it doesn't mean that you don't care about other people, but it's like, you know, they say when you're on the plane, you put your your oxygen mask on first before someone else's. And I know it sounds so cliche, but it's so true because it's so you get, true. yeah, you get lost in everyone else's things. And then you're so easily influenced. Then all of a sudden you're walking around anxious or stressed out because you're taking on other people's stuff Yeah, on top yep. of pressing and not dealing with our own stuff. So it, it becomes, and you know, and then I also 
like to share is that when you are in that state of the fact that we have the 70,000 thoughts and now we know that 42,000 of them are negative and we are chronically living in stress uh, about 70% of our day. So on top of putting on other people's things, then we have work, then we have the bills and we have our partners and we might have our children and we might not be eating the right foods. We're, we're chronically stressed and that shuts down different organs in the body because when you are stressed out, that's a fight, a flight or a freeze response. That's what your body's meant to do. You're not meant to digest your food at that time. You're not meant to go to sleep. Um, so when we're living in that stress, then we're just shutting off different organs in the body and which is causing dis-ease in mm. the body. So it goes way beyond, you know, then it, you, it, it comes to a point where you feel, yes, you can feel like victim by this, but also really empowered to take your power back, to choose yourself, to know that I no longer have to subject myself to everyone else's things. I get to choose me first. And then the way that I show up in the world, my reality is going to show up differently and people are going to respond to me differently. And I can actually choose to live a life where I feel confident and I, and I love myself and I'm, and I, and I honor my body and I'm listening and I hear her. And that's such an empowering place to be. Oh, it's so beautiful. I love how passionate you are talking about this too. It really, really shines through and it's really a beautiful thing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and you know, part of this journey for me was realizing that, um, because I I grew up with a certain mentality and I think a lot of women in our generation um, have kind of a similar mentality is that, you know, uh, with this feminism movement and we've all, you know, wanted equal rights, which obviously I'm very on board with. But I think what has happened as a result um, is a lot of women have been thrown very been thrust too far into their masculine as a result of trying to keep up with men and in the workforce. Um, I see this with myself where I've gotten to this place of just total complete burnout from this kind of like hustle culture. And I've been trying to bring back more of this feminine in my life of slowing down, trusting the process, going the, you know, into the flow of things. And there needs to be this balance, right? And I, I really want to hear you speak to this because I feel like you can speak to this so much more beautifully than I can. And also I do want to note for everyone listening, this is not about your sex. Like this is not, this is about masculine and feminine energies that we all have in our bodies. I do think for the most part that women tend to lean more into their feminine and men tend to lean more into their masculine, but I don't want to make any sort of, you know, blanket statement for that for anyone that relates in another way. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about that. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for, um, addressing this because it's so important. And when I talk about this with my clients, they're like, wait, so especially my male clients, like, so I have feminine energy. What does that mean? Am I a woman? And I no, no, the feminine and masculine energy when you think about it, uh, the masculine energy represents structure. It represents um, safety. It holds a really safe container. It's mission-driven. It's logical. It's rational. Um, that that really, when you're thinking about evolutionarily, like uh, in the masculine presence, they were out to hunt, right? Mission-driven. They were out to go get food, um, take protect the the family, right? Or the tribe. Um, and they need to be really, they, they get to be in their head a lot. They use the, the, the brain is it's an incredible tool, right? So, so many people think that this brain is, it can cause overwhelm when we have all these ruminating thoughts, but when you actually direct it 
in the correct way, it's it's a survival mechanism. So it's designed to seek out potential threats. It's designed to seek out worst case scenarios. So if I can avoid the worst case scenario, then, then I survive, then my family survives. So when used in a really great way, that masculine energy is so beautiful. And then on the other side of the feminine, she is to create. She holds life force energy, a child, right? She literally births a creation into the world. So she is uh, creative. She is surrendered. She is receiving. She is in flow. And what I've seen today in modern day society for women is we do, we want to be treated as equal. We want equal pay. We want to be getting the same jobs as the masculine. We want to be taken seriously we feel this need to prove ourselves and, and rightfully so. Yeah. Um, and the problem becomes when we're living in that space and we are structured all the time and logical and using that the part of our brain and hustling and pushing and proving ourselves, we cut off our ability to receive and mm. to be flow and to soften and to surrender and to create. And I was so in my in this masculine, and I call it like wounded or underdeveloped masculine. Mm -hmm. We're not taught this growing up. I didn't know, right? I'm, we're actually women. We're not meant to work eight hours a day. Yeah. We're actually not even meant to be working in the same office as men. Yeah. And we're, I agree. as sensual, sexual beings that we are, we're, we're putting on these corporate outfits and we're, and covering ourselves and our essence, our purity. It, it's like, we are meant to showcase our beauty. That's our essence in the feminine. And when we are, we are closed in these corporate clothes and we're working eight hours a day, it's just, we're meant again, to surrender, to slow down, to receive, to create. You can't do that when you're working eight hours a day in a corporate mm -hmm. job. And that is where we're at today. And I, I actually learned this information from David Data, who, sh who shines light onto this. And, and this will change, he, he feels, in the next couple hundred years, where we'll, we'll realize that it's not actually sufficient for women to, to be in this uh, environment. Um, however, where we are at today, it is so important that we adopt these, these energies back into our lives. So what does that look like, right? So I have clients, like, how do I, how do I actually do that? And when we, what I teach the women that I work with is really starting from the basics. So we think about what were things that you used to love to do when you were a child? Because again, from zero to nine, that's when our subconscious is formed, our beliefs, our values, how, what we, how we view the world is, is um, during that time. But we didn't have this, this society didn't have his hands on us quite just yet. You know, we had, if you think about when you were younger and you used to have imaginary friends, right? Or play house, or you would sing and dance. You would go on the beach naked, just in a diaper, right? Like what <laughs> were the things that would light you up? And chances are when we, when you start to incorporate more of those things into your life, you bring back this, like this purity, this, this essence of who you be. So mm -hmm. I start with that element, uh, for my female uh, women that, yeah, female clients. And then from there, once we start incorporating, how can we add more fun into our lives? I then take it to, okay, how can we actually express ourselves in a way that feels good? I have so many clients that are, um, you know, colors hold vibration. So they're all, they're in black all the time or in gray or like nothing that's exciting to them. Or they're trying to squeeze into a pair of jeans that are three versions of themselves ago, 
right? And what does that do when we're trying to squeeze into it? It, it just puts us, it takes us out of our essence of, of beauty, uh, of purity, of, of love, of creation, of excitement. So having them then, um, yeah, like redefine themselves. What lights you up? Let's add, let's add in more colors, higher vibration. I know for me, when I like to picture my my higher self, like my my goddess queen energy, she's naked, dripping in gold. So like I incorporate gold. I have gold. All my jewelry is gold because that's what feels elegant and luxurious and expensive and um, like royalty. Yeah. Mm. So just adding these little shifts into your life will start to enhance the quality of your mood. And when we quote unquote, look better, right? We feel better. So we start to emit a different frequency just by tapping back into this energy of the feminine. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh, that was so beautiful. Um, and as you're saying all of this, I want to hear kind of what your thoughts around this, because I, I, you know, I hear you speaking about this in such a, a beautiful way. And for me personally, I take it as very empowering. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I want that. I want to be a queen. I want to be dripping in gold and, um, living in my true essence and enjoy and, um, and pleasure, which is something else that you really talk about. But I find that there's a lot of people that get very triggered when we talk about this kind of stuff. Um, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with something on my Instagram right now, which is like a bit of a tangent, but I think all of this is connected that, uh, you know, I'm getting a lot of comments from, more specifically from women. It's pretty much all women making comments about my clothing is too sexy. I shouldn't be dressing this way and speaking about the things that I am because I won't be taken quote unquote um, serious or that I'm not professional. What is happening there when we have people that are, that are so triggered about you speaking about being in this essence and loving yourself and pleasure? Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I also just want to like honor and acknowledge you sister for paving the way and for showing up in what feels true to you. And that, you. that is, yeah, you're so welcome. And cause I've been on, on this journey as well. We are the more that you stand in your truth, in your, in your power, what people who are just starting out on their journey, that trigger that they're feeling is actually an invitation for mm -hmm. them to look within because those types of comments, the it's, it's deep down an unmet desire that they mm -hmm. wish that they could feel that freedom, that empowerment to be able to, to be able to show up in that way. And I give an example of when I, I go to, um, ecstatic dance here in California and that's like, a, just like a free flow movement. And it's, you're able to just express yourself however, however you want. And there was a woman on the beach. They do it on the beach every week. And when I first got here, there was a woman on the beach that was in her thong bikini and she was shaking her shit and strutting her stuff. And she was telling the, the guys with the camera to record her. And my first reaction was, who does this woman think she is? Who does she think she is? And that second, I mean, I've done the work, right? So I'm, I, I share this with you because I'm still human. Um, mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, wow, Danielle, that judgment, that trigger. And what I realized in that moment was I desire so deeply to be able to be in my thong bikini, shaking my ass, owning. I wasn't there yet. This was almost two years ago. And I saw this woman and I was like, she is embodied in what, in who I know that I'm meant to be. And I'm not there yet. And I walked right up to her and I told her, I said, I just wow. judged you. 
because I have an unmet desire to be doing what you're doing. And I don't feel comfortable within myself. I don't love myself enough just yet to be doing and, and expressing myself and feeling as liberated as you feel. So I share this with you and I know it's, it is hard. It's hard to receive the comments and the judgments. And, you know, I've had tons from my family. They have no, they're like, what the hell are you doing? They have, you know, and um, at first when I wasn't, when I was still fragile, in my self-expression, you know, and I was still fragile in this development. I really chose to silence and, and, and let them go and block and unfollow and mute and just not as much as I could not direct my attention to that energy. But at the end of the day, for anyone listening to this, if you are triggered by this, my love, it's an invitation to look within because if, if you didn't care, if you truly were like, you would be like, Yes, sister. Yes. Yeah, get it, girl. Get it, girl. I support you. Exactly. And I mm. love that outfit. Where'd you get that outfit? Oh my God. Like if we were truly did not have this unmet desire or this, this, yeah, this, it's, it's like an envy. It's an, it's an unmet desire is all it is. Every trigger is an invitation to look within and it starts you on your journey. So it's actually beautiful. And in doing this work, your work, my work, it's, it is, it's awakening to people. So we are the change makers and we lead with the pave makers. Like we are leading this path that is untouched ground right now. So we, we do have this strong, um, like guiding light within us. So I, that's why I say, I honor you and, and acknowledge you. And the work that I'm doing is still taboo talking about sexual energy. People are like, uh, they, they can't even handle it. They can't, some people cannot even handle it. And that's how we were created. Our life force energy, your sexual energy is how we're all here. So it's, there is not many people that can do it and you're doing it. And, and with that comes the, the sense of responsibility of knowing that people are going to say what they, what, whatever is on their, on their heart at the moment. And it's their, it's our, um, the beauty of what we're doing that they get to then start their journey and looking, mm. looking within. With the holidays quickly approaching, I am starting to wonder what the heck am I going to get my parents for Christmas or for if you're Jewish, what are you going to get your family for Hanukkah? If you have a friend, a family member, someone in your life that you care about who's very health-minded, let me recommend Organifi products. I am first and foremost a huge fan of Organifi products because everything that they make is organic. It's also glyphosate residue free, which means that they test every batch to make sure that there is no glyphosate in these products. And hopefully you guys have been listening to the podcast for a while and you understand the detrimental effects that glyphosate has on our body. So it is more important than ever to seek out products that are ensuring that we are not being exposed to glyphosate because we are getting exposed to it on such high levels right now in our food and our water, et cetera, that it really is becoming a big concern. So for any of your health-minded, loving people in your life, Organifi is a great option for a gift. It makes great stocking stuffers. They have their red and green juice. They also have the gold, which tastes kind of like a hot chocolate. Or if you get the pumpkin spice one, it tastes like pumpkin spice, but you can put it in your coffee. You can also drink it at night before bed. It has relaxation properties in it. It really helps me to fall asleep at night, which I love. They also have a really great protein powder and they have some immunity supplements that are really great. So as we're going into cold and flu season, I'm a huge fan of those as well. So if you guys want to try any of their products, go to Organifi.com slash Real Foodology and you are going to save 20%. You can also use the code Real Foodology and the website is Organifi.com. So it's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. You know, I've, I've learned this on my journey as well that 
when I'm triggered by something, like you said, that really is shining light on wounds that I have that I haven't addressed yet that I need to look at. And so I, I, I highly encourage anyone listening to this episode that in any capacity, I'm not even talking about necessarily in this episode, but if you are faced with some sort of trigger, whether it's something you see online or something with your family, use that as an invitation to look inwards and really be honest with yourself about why that upset you so much. Because that will give you a lot of clarity and a lot of answers and a lot of healing. When I've approached triggers from that lens, um, it really has helped me to get closer to myself and also to help me resolve the things that are bothering me in my life. Um, but yeah, I, I brought up, I love the way that you talked about that, um, this whole situation, because you know it has been something that has been, um, I wouldn't even say necessarily that it has been bothering me, but it's been on my mind lately because I'm really, I'm very grateful to be in this place in my life right now where um, I really don't give a fuck what anyone says. I really don't. I, I did um, in the past and I went through a pretty hard, uh, the, I, I would say I had a bit of a, a, like an identity crisis for a little bit on Instagram just because when you get that many people coming at you with so many dif- different opinions, if you're not solid in yourself, which is what we were talking about in the beginning, you can take all these outside opinions and really take them on as your truth. And this was something that I had to go through. I actually went on a solo trip last summer, which I didn't even know at the time what I was doing, but I was doing what you said earlier, where I was literally canceling out all the noise. I wasn't on it online. I didn't have any of my friends around. I was totally, it was just me and nature on this solo trip. And it was to cancel out all the noise so that I could come back to me and become solid in me first. And so now when I'm dealing with all this and I get all the influx of, you know, these I don't even want to call them insults. I guess like opinions at me. Um, it just makes me sad for that person. And it makes me really sad when women are like, how dare you? Like, how could you wear that outfit? Or the, the comments that make me the most sad are the ones that are like, oh, you're just doing that for attention. I'm not doing anything for attention. I'm doing things that just feel good for me and my body. Literally, I look, when I get dressed in the morning, I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, I just want to look good and feel good today. I don't really care about, I'm not trying to like cultivate this like attention on me. I just want to feel good in me. And that's what I hope that everyone can get back to this place of um, just cultivating a life where they feel good in their bodies and they feel uh, happy and they're doing what they want to do. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, and that's the the wounded part of us that, that used to, myself included, dress for attention, dress because I was seeking validation from, from people outside of me to then you've alchemized where I dress for myself because I, fu- I fucking got it. And I own my beauty and I know, and I'm in my, I know energy. And when I look good, when I feel good, I look good. And yes. I like to dress that way. And that's the alchemize. That's the one from the, from the wounding to like, really like I've healed this part of me. And this is how I express myself, my creative expression through my, my outfits. Right. And you, I've got it. I've got it. Flaunt it. You look like a, you're a, you got a model figure, your supermodel status. Like own it. And when you get to that point, to the, to the wit, to, I mean, to anyone, but really like there's such a, a sister wound that we've, mm. as women, we've been pitted against each other for so long and in competition for so long. And when we alchemize that wound, women empowering women, women celebrating each other. And we're actually like, Courtney and I, we're giving you a permission slip. It's a permission slip that if we can do this, so can you. If we yes. can show up this way, so yes. can you. And we celebrate that. A rising tide lifts all ships. Women, we are stronger together. Sisters, we are stronger together. 
Yeah. And that yes. takes some time. And that's the work that I'm, that I've been on my journey and the work that I do with, with clients is understanding mm-hmm. that we are not in competition with one another. And that when we, when we feel good and we're in that, I got your girl energy. And we're like, Oh my gosh, you're like, I, people come to your energy is amazing. Your energy is amazing. Your energy is amazing. I I'm, I feel so fucking good about myself and nothing brings me more joy than seeing women feel good about themselves. Yes. Yes. I mean, to be honest, that's a little bit of why I have been, instead of um, taking all these comments and being like, okay, maybe I should, you know, dress a little bit modestly or whatever. I'm really digging my heels in because I'm like, no, I want to show women that this is possible for you too. Like that's, that's my whole thing. Like you said, we are all in this together. And I very much, I want to see everyone happy and thriving and doing their best because this is how we heal the world too. If we all come from a place of love and a healed place ourselves, this is how we create a better world for all of us together. And sisters, like this is again, an invitation. It is so important when people say do the work, this is the work. This is the work. It's healing the parts of ourselves that feel less than or unworthy or in competition with, or that we can't do these things. Of course you can, of course you can. And when you use that as a place of not victim of your life, but victorious of your life and become empowered. I'm going to make a different choice today. And I can actually either reach out and get the help that the guidance, the support that I need, or I can read the books or listen to the podcast or do what it's, it's your sense of, it's your responsibility. It's an obligation right now for you to come to the point in your life where you're like, I no longer identify with these things. These didn't, how does it feel to judge someone else? How does it feel when you're saying these things? I'm sure it doesn't feel good. Yeah. It, it, might, it might in the moment because you had the trigger and you want the response. And then afterwards, and you look back, like, how did that actually make you feel to tear someone else down? How would you want to be treated? And I, again, I know it's so cliche, but it's so true. I'm like, I treat others the way that I want to be treated. Yes. And the only way that I know how I want to be treated is how I treat myself. It's how I treat myself. And and I, I was just sharing this with a client the other day who was searching for her partner and she, her soulmate, her soulmate. I want my soulmate. Where is my soulmate? Well, soul, the word soul, state of unconditional love. You cannot lo- really love anyone unless you are giving yourself that unconditional love. You are being in that state of unconditional love. And, I, and I'm so curious to know for the, the women that do leave the comments, where are you at? How do you feel about yourself? Mm. Where are you at in your relationships or how, are you also someone that's desiring partnership or where are you at in terms of your friendships or how does, how are you showing up in the workspace? Because chances are, and I love you. And I say this again, because I, because I love you because I care and I'm using, and using this as a chance to really look within like, fuck, like I'm actually, I don't have my partner where my relationship is really toxic or I have my relationship with my friends is it's always dramatic and I can't trust my friends or my boss is not kind to me all of those things, everything is a mirror. It's all direct reflection of what's going on internally inside. So if you're feeling these things internally, your life is going to be a reflection of that. Mm. Just kind of went on a tangent there, but (laughs) no, it was, it was epic. God, I love you. I love this conversation. (laughs) I love it too. And I'm super passionate about it. And I, and I also know that, yeah, when I was first opening my eyes to like, what the stories that I was telling myself or like what I was identifying myself with. I had this story forever that it is not safe to be friends with women that when I don't trust women, that was my story forever. I, I don't trust women. It is not safe to be friends with women. And how do you think my reality played out? We're the main characters of our lives. I had 
toxic relationships with women. I didn't have any friends. You know, I was like struggling to make any friends. I always felt misunderstood. Mm-hmm. All of these stories that I was identifying with, I'm always misunderstood or I'm so, and I'm so just the more that you wake up to the fact of, wow, I have actually been saying that all the time. Your reality, again, is just a reflection of that. So if you're saying that it's not safe to be friends with women or you're judging women, then that's what's going to be reflected back to you. And it might not be reflected back to you in women. It could be reflected back to you in partnership. It could be reflected back to you in your career. It could be reflected Mm -hmm. back in your own self-worth, right? And that goes back to quantum physics, metaphysics, which is the new cutting edge science. Everything is frequency, everything, everything. So if you are continuously living in this vibration of, yuckiness of feeling down or low self-worth, the universe, universe loves you and wants to support you, but it doesn't speak in language. It speaks in frequency. So when you're emitting out a negative frequency, you're just going to get that back in different ways. Yeah. Mm, Wow. Yes. I love your tangents. I'm like, keep going. This is great. Um, yeah. Stick with me. (laughs) Um, yeah. And you know, this is taking it back a little bit to what we were talking about for a second ago, but Um, When you see, and I'm talking about you, like people listening, when you see something that you really want and desire in someone else, use that as motivation to get that. Because I I know you and I have very similar alignment in this. Fuck societal rules. Fuck what life says or society says that you have to do, or you can't do this, or you can only do this in order to get that. Literally, we make up all the rules. They're imaginary. There are no fucking rules. You create your own life. And this is kind of what you were just talking about. Like, you can have whatever you desire. You just have to know that it's even possible for you. And when you're in that mindset, when you're in that frequency, is when you start getting it. It's a hundred, it's all again. So, um, back to quantum physics and metaphysics and, and everything being a frequency, everything is a frequency. So what that means is the, the power of our thought with an elevated emotion, like how we feel that emits an emotional signature that the universe speaks to. That's how the universe works. So if you believe it to be possible, it's not a matter of time because time is also an illusion, but it's a matter of getting in alignment getting in alignment. So I had an experience with a client the other day and she had been saying like, I am a self-made millionaire. I'm a self-made millionaire. I'm a self-made millionaire. And she had been thinking it. And we've been doing these embodiment practices to attract in more like massive money, massive wealth, and just feeling so abundant and rich as fuck, like getting it into the body that the other day, she tells me she was out grabbing coffee with a friend and she was talking about this. And all of a sudden her body had the emotional experience. She was like, Oh my God, I did it. Oh my God, I did it. She felt what it felt like to be a millionaire where her entire body was having this experience before it actually happened in this physical, this 3d virtual reality, but her body felt it. And she was like, I can't believe I did it. I can't believe I did it. She started crying. She was like, if I did it before I can do it again. And she came to me. She was so excited. She was like, Danielle, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I actually felt what it felt like to be a millionaire before the event already happened. Mm. Right. So it's like when we get into this, I know energy. So for, I have women that are calling in partnership, right? It's actually being in the energy of partnership before it manifests. It's feeling like you have it now. So my clients will say to me, and I learned this also from like Abraham X. So you want me to like pretend that I'm in a relationship and actually feel love from my partner and talk to my partner and be, and I say, yes, 
you know, when I, before I called in my partner, I was going to a restaurant and I would pour two glasses of water. I would Aww. hold his hand from across the table and give him a kiss and just be like, I love you and sit in the car and hold his hand. I would put a pillow behind my back and sleep with him. And, and I have a formula of, of what I teach my clients and how to attract it. It's about, it's about being in that vibration now, being in that frequency now, feeling it now before it actually happens. Because when we don't, and we're in this, where is he, where is he, where is he, this lack and uh, this, this lack and wanting and needing energy, that's what the universe feels. You're like sending mixed signals. It's like, okay, I'm going to call it, call him in. And I know it's hard. I've been there. I've been there. It is. It's, it's definitely takes, it takes work. Um, but if that's something yeah. that you're super passionate about, what, so whether it's becoming a self-made millionaire or calling in partnership or healing the sister wound, it's like, you got to, you really, you get to make that, this is the most important thing. And I'm willing to do whatever I need to do. And that's where like, I don't know, coaching or therapy comes into play because you don't have to do it alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's really training yourself to get in alignment with those frequencies. Okay. So this is so cool that you just brought this up. Um, I think most of my listeners know that I'm working very actively on calling in partnership right now. And I had this exact experience about a week ago. I've never, I've never experienced it like this before. My therapist has been telling me for years, he's like, you know, feel what it feels like in your body to be with your partner and, and, you know, how you would feel in this partnership and imagine these scenarios, et cetera. And I was always kind of like, I mean, I'm down to do anything. Like I want to make this happen so bad that I'm like, yeah, 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 totally. But then there's part of my brain that's like, literally, how do I do this? Like, I don't understand. And I had this moment about a week ago, I was laying in bed and I was like, holy fucking shit. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my body. Like there was, and all I kept hearing was like, he's here, he's here. And I don't even have my partner yet, like in the physical form, but it was the first time ever that I have felt that as if it was already true. And all of the desires, like I'm calling in the whole damn thing. I want the golden retriever. I want the kids. I want the yard. Like, I don't care how cliche it is. And I felt it. And I had never experienced that before. And I never knew what that meant or felt like. And I have been working so damn hard on this. I mean, down to, um, you and I, you know this, but my listeners don't know this. I am redoing my whole apartment right now. And it started as me being like, oh, I'm kind of over this. Like my couch is a little bit small. And then as I started ordering the king bed, I got the bigger couch. I came online to the fact that subconsciously I was making space for him in my apartment. Because before I have a queen bed, I'm six feet. I'm trying to bring in my like six, five king. He's not going to fit in a queen with me. Let's be real. Ordered a king. I had this couch from a girlfriend that like I could barely fit on it, let alone like when I had a guy over, it was like <laughs> Tetris trying to get us to fit on here. Anyways, my point being is that I'm making space for him right now and I finally feel it. Yes, yes. And that's what it's about. It's like literally getting in to that, alignment, that energy, that frequency of like, okay, in partnership, right. You're, you're literally, su it's that subtle showing the universe, like by you being in a queen and that doesn't fit and the couch doesn't fit. How could you make space for something yeah. like that? And these are practices that you can do, right? So it, it might not be just one and done. And, and the reality is also, or I guess I found in my experience, it's like, we focus on these elements and feeling into that frequency, but then also releasing the attachment to it. So by you focusing on partnership, 
you're also, you're living in that high frequency of love and celebration and feeling into that. The universe is going to set, still send things that match that frequency. So he is coming, he's here, we feel him. But also in the meantime, you might get a new brand deal that's incredible or an opportunity to go on a new vacation, or you might meet some incredible, amazing new friend, like all of these new things, me. (laughs) (laughs) So it's being excited to the possibility of like, Hey, I actually, I know how this game works. I know how this, the law of attraction works, the law of vibration. I'm playing this game. I'm open to the universe, like sending me things that match that frequency. So before I called in my partner, I was getting, I got a random check in the mail from a furniture company that I haven't used in nine years, nine years. When I was in New York, nine years, two relationships ago, they sent me a check in the mail for $300. What? Wow. Random, like random things start happening like that when you're operating in this, in this vibration, in this frequency. And there's other things that you can do. And something that I teach my clients is um, when we're, when we're focusing on really anything, but in terms of partnership, it's, it's positive aspecting. So I also learned this from Abraham Hicks, but writing down what are all of the positive aspects, the positive attributes from every partner that you've ever been in, because so often when it ends, we talk about the things that we didn't like about the relationship, or he did this to me, or he cheated on me, or he was emotionally unavailable, or his mother wounds it, blah, blah, blah it's again, we're, we're, and we're unconscious of it, but that's what we're sending out to the universe. We're going to call in chances are more men that are emotionally unavailable or have the mother wound or blah, blah, blah. So it's like actually bringing attention and intention to what it is that you desire. So if you're desiring and we, we, you get to, and again, this is like the formula, it's like getting really crystal clear on what it is and who it is that you do want. What are your non-negotiables in partnership and writing that down? You're worth the 15, 20 minutes or maybe whatever longer to write down and get crystal clear. So many of my clients, they don't know what they want. How do you expect the man to show up in all that you want if you don't even know? So getting yep. crystal clear on the partner that you want, then how are you showing up? as your ideal partner, because in order to become a vibrational match, if you want a man that's well-traveled and, and, and trustworthy and philanthropic and, and loves calm and loves humor, are you showing up? How are you showing up in that way? You can't expect that from someone else if you're actually not living that or in alignment with that yourself. So getting really clear on that and then listing down the, the positive aspects of each relationship, each encounter. I was writing down the man at the grocery store who offered to, to hold my, hold my groceries to my car. That's so beautiful. And that's practicing your ladies who want to, who also desire to practice being in their feminine, being open to receiving. Mm -hmm. If you're working your corporate job all day, if a man says, Hey, let me help you with this. Yes. Thank you so much. If someone pays you a compliment of this old thing, you look so great. Oh no we're literally, that's literally cutting off your essence of receiving. So allowing yourself to receive the compliment, allowing the masculine to hold your groceries to the car, mm. allowing the, the the barista to give you, Hey, we have a 10%. I'm going to give you a 10% off today. Of course. Thank you so much. I received that. Yes. Right. So listing these positive aspects from every uh, opposite of sex, or you, or you could even do it with women. If you're calling in healthy sisters, listing out the things that you actually loved and were appreciative and grateful for. And that's going to keep you in that, in that vibration. It's going to just reframe, rewire these thoughts that you have. So the old mm-hmm. identities of, I only attract an emotionally unavailable men. Uh-uh-uh. You're going to start to attract in higher quality caliber men that are available and that you could decide, Hey, is he, is he my King? Is he right for me? Cause you are so crystal clear on 
who and what it is that you desire. You're showing up in that way. You're listing all the positive attributes. You're opening up your feminine. You're receiving. You're in flow. You're creating. And then you get to, to decide if he's worthy. Oh. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love this. I love it so much. Um, I actually just watched a clip this morning from Lewis Howes with this guy. Um, I forgot his last name, but Steven, who I also follow on Instagram. I think, I think his Instagram is Steven Speaks. And he spoke to this so beautifully. He said, women, men, when they really care about you, they love you. They want, they want to do things for you. They want to show up for you. And when you say like, no, I, I've got it. Or like, no, 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 I don't need that or whatever. You are cutting off that love to you. You're cutting off his ability to show up for you and take care of you and be loving and kind to you. And it doesn't mean that you're not capable of it. This is something that I really had to rewire because I was very, very much like, I'm an independent woman. I can do everything on my own. I did everything on my own for a long time. You know what? Honestly, that was actually a trauma response from being mostly left alone my childhood. And I had this mentality of like, I don't need anyone. That's weak to lean on anyone. I can do it myself. And if someone's helping me do this, it means that I'm not capable of it. It doesn't mean you're not capable of it. It means that you are allowing yourself to relax and soften and receive, like you said. And I've been really practicing this recently. I have some really amazing guy friends in LA and I've been practicing this with them because they have really been showing up for me in the smallest ways. Like we're we're going to a party and we're Ubering and we have all these bags of like drinks and stuff that we're bringing in and the guys are like, oh, let me get that. And before I'd be like, no, 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 I've got it. And now I'm like, thank you. Thank you for carrying that for me. It can be the smallest little things. And I've been, wow, it has been profound for me. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And it goes back to, it really just goes back to the essence of the divine masculine and the divine feminine. It doesn't mean that we can't do these things. Like ladies, we we are, we are powerful. I mean, the divine feminine is so fucking powerful. We Not only do we create life, and we can give birth to new ideas and we can we can receive but also the whole the, the feminine expression it's not just the softness you know it's it's wild it's ungrounded it's chaotic right the dark feminine like she is fierce as fuck right it's it's the whole it's it's everything and we are when we cut that just some parts of our essence off that's when we become like more in this like un unhealed or wounded masculine energy and we're not calling in and cultivating the things that we want. So I'm not saying that you can't do these things. Like yeah. there are times when I, you know, I'm, I am, I do love to be soft because I actually am exerting less energy, but there are times where I am fucking wild and, and like ungrounded and just like in my, I know boss, like I'm in my boss energy and that doesn't, you don't need to change that. You don't need to take that away. There is a time and a place for it. It doesn't need to be like who you be all the time. And you can learn, we can learn, or I do with my clients, how to really integrate and, and weave in the different archetypes of the feminine, but it feels so good. You'll see, and Courtney, I'm sure you can, you said it's so profound. It feels so good to, for the men to show up and to see, because it also rewires us so many women that are like emotionally unavailable men. They're all immature. They all want the same things. Where's my, and then you get to see, wow, he actually, they do show up for me. They do value me. They do respect me. They do want to mm-hmm. provide and take care of it. And that feels good. It's it feels so your, good. Yeah. When we're worthy of feeling good, we're worthy of allowing ourselves when, when so many of us during the day in our corporate jobs are feeling this, that we have to prove ourselves energy, like to allow yourself these small little subtle gestures will 
will help allow you to soften and see it differently and mm. feel it differently. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so important. And I think this goes into something that you talk about very often, which is um, that you're a well-fucked woman. And I love this phrase so much, especially because, well, I'll let you share what that means. But uh, you had told me that you're not, that doesn't even mean that you're, you're having sexual relations right now. Like, what does that mean to be a well-fucked woman? Mm, yeah. So I basically have been celibate for almost two years. And when, and, and the reason why I did that, it was just to really take back my power. And I saw some patterns of codependency, uh, programs that I was running on codependency and seeking validation. I had just left my marriage uh, in March of 2021 and was in that relationship for almost seven years and really taking back my sovereignty as a woman. And, and what, is it, what does it actually mean to be this independent, but also, um, yeah, like just this this really, this, this woman that loves and values herself, but also feels what it feels like to be in pleasure and not have to rely on someone else for that. And I used to say that we don't need a man period. And that's, that's not true. Um, and I, I've, I've since changed that we, we, we do need each other. We're, we're interdependent beings, right? Like we are independent and we have codependence. It's evolutionarily, it's how we were designed to survive. But to me, a well-fucked woman is a woman that is just at ease. She's relaxed. She's softened. She's got not a care in the world. She's, she's, I mean, think about ladies, think about after you orgasm from having sex, like when you're laying in bed, like that, you're, you're not thinking about your to-do list. You're like, Ooh, wow. Wow. You are not thinking about what your body looks like. You're not thinking about the, whatever the person said to you earlier, you're just in your pleasure. You're in your essence. You are in total surrender. You mm-hmm. are in flow. You're in ease. You're non-resistant, right? And in once you, when you're climaxing, um, you're actually in this quantum field because it just is. You're not. You're nothing. It just. You're. You're is. You're in the highest frequency of bliss, of ecstasy, of pleasure, of joy, of love. You don't need to be actually to be fucked. You don't need to have sex in order yeah. to you can have sex with yourself. And that's kind of what I brought it into is like, I have learned how to be my own divine lover, my own conscious lover of the divine masculine and the the divine feminine. And I incorporate my self-pleasure practice. I I believe I'm well, I feel like a well-fucked woman. And I show up in that way with the self-pleasure practices that I have. And and I also just wanted to share that pleasure is a, a spectrum. And by definition, pleasure means happy satisfaction, um, or enjoyment. So you can experience pleasure in any way of your life, in the mundane and when you're eating your food and when you get up in the morning and how you speak to yourself and a meditation and the clothes that you wear and the fun things that you do and in, in doing the dishes, it doesn't matter. You can experience pleasure in any, in any way. And the more that I've really brought attention and intention with my clients to experiencing pleasure, we feel like well-fucked women. We're non-resistant. We're relaxed. We feel excited about life where we experience appreciation and love and, 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 and bliss and ecstasy from the mundane. And that's to me is what a well-fucked woman represents. Mm-hmm. And then on course, if you have your partner of bringing attention and intention, I also teach like the power of sex magic, like, oh my goodness, you can have sex magic power of manifesting through orgasm yourself. Um, but with my clients that are in relationship, like teaching that it's, it's bringing attention and intention to everything that you do. 
And the more that you do that, you slow down, you have an appreciation for life, you're non-resistant, and you just are in this like calm, peaceful state. And again, if you're working a corporate job like all day or a job that you don't, it doesn't even be a corporate job, a job that you're not fulfilled by or in a relationship that you're not fulfilled by, once you start bringing attention and intention to that for yourself, your external reality is going to start to shift because Mm. you're in this pleasurable state. Do you suffer from IBS or other digestive issues? Are you looking for a new podcast to listen to? From the producer of the Real Foodology podcast comes the all-new health and nutrition podcast, Digest This, hosted by Bethany Ugardi. You may know Bethany as the face of the popular Instagram page, Lil Sipper, or you may have even read her book. Now you can find her wherever you get your podcasts. On Digest This, Bethany examines topics such as gut health, nutrition, the food industry, and highlights specific ingredients that can be beneficial or harmful to your gut health. She also explores non-toxic options in beauty, home, and cooking essentials. If it has to do with your health, Digest This is talking about it. Each episode features an interview with health experts, doctors, and wellness advocates and delivers you information that is, well, easy to digest. Bethany also delivers a weekly segment every episode called Bite of Knowledge, where she highlights an ingredient commonly used in food, skincare, household cleaning, you name it and gives you the lowdown on the benefits or dangers that ingredient might have in your everyday life. From Botox, potassium, olive oil, and magnesium, all the way to those ingredients you can barely pronounce on the back of your cereal boxes, Bethany has you covered. There's a reason why it debuted at number two on Apple Podcast Nutrition Charts. Check out Digest This on your favorite podcast app. New episodes every Monday and Wednesday. Produced by Drake Peterson and Resonant Media. Pleasure can be a word that people get triggered by because if they're, you know, um, thinking that we're only talking about sex or, oh, that sounds, um, dare I say the word that I don't even want to say like slutty or, you know, like it has all this horrible connotation to it. And I love that you are speaking to pleasure in a way that, yeah, it, it can mean sex. Of course, sex is fun. Like, why are we denying ourselves of that? But also you can find pleasure in so many different areas of your life and you just have to cultivate that for yourself. Yeah. And that's what I teach. Those, it's, I'm, I'm giving you examples of how to create pleasure as a habit, how to make pleasure a habit. And I also just want to say, I'm so here for the slut archetype. I love the slut archetype. I Tell love the slutty archetype. It's, Tell it's, me more. When you're empowered, when, if you are a woman and, and who is empowered and you get to say, I get to choose, I desire a sacred I know for me, before I met my partner, I desired a sacred sexual experience where I was to be worshiped and adorned and that my body is a sacred temple. And I get to select the person that is worthy of this sacred sexual experience. And I get to set it up in maybe a yurt in Malibu and we're creating music under the stars. Or we're going to this like epic dinner and when he's sharing all the things that he desires about me and what he loves about me, that... <laughs> to me is the most, it was so liberating and empowering. And I got to be selective. You should, you should be so lucky if I choose you. And again, it's not to down, it's not to diminish anyone, but it's about taking your power back, right? I'm not seeking and I'm not seeking it. Like, oh, I wish, I hope he gets, I hope he sees me and wants to sleep with me or he wants to be with me. Like, no, I get to decide my body is a sacred temple. Your bodies, all of our bodies are sacred temples. And if you think about a sacred temple, you're not going and walking in there with dirty shoes. No, you take your shoes off, you bow 
and pay homage, right? And and mm. respect this temple. So when you get yourself to a place of that, the slut archetype, I'm here for it. Um, it's when it's yes. in from a wounded place is a little bit, is you know, we get to work through. But ultimately what I'm doing with my clients is I'm helping them create pleasure as a habit. And like I said, pleasure by definition, it just means happy satisfaction or enjoyment. So how can we find happy satisfaction in the mundane? I, I'm not the best to walk with on the streets because I stop at every every tree. I'm a tree hugger. You know, I stop at every plant and I see the beauty and the pleasure. It's visually stimulating. I go to the same coffee shop every day, twice a day, because it brings the coffee brings me joy and pleasure. And I love it. And the Mm. more that you do that, you just, you just start to see the world differently and you're no longer glued down to your phone. You're looking up, you're looking up, you're receiving. Yeah. You're seeing the beauty in every day. You're smiling at the random stranger on the street. And I say, hello, I, I smile and say hello to people sometimes. And if they, even, whether or not they say hello to me back, it doesn't much matter, but that's the state that I'm in is literally helping you fall in love with life. And then life falls in love with you. And it just feels so much better to, to be in that state. And I understand that in order to get to that place, we do need to clear out and cleanse these stories and limiting beliefs that don't serve us. And, and that's a really big part of my work that I'm doing as well is helping you shed those layers and stories that we don't identify with and also connecting it back to our womb, our yoni is the portal. Our womb holds on to the energies of everyone that, or every, and everything that's been inside of us. It's where it's, it's life force energy. It's where we create. So like any stories or limiting beliefs around money or business opportunities or anything that we want to do, it it, is stored in there. So we get to clear and cleanse out somatically and through the uh, yoni clearing exercise that I do. And then an embodiment practice of anchoring in this pleasure and power and creativity and whatever it is that you're desiring to cultivate for yourself. It's, you know, it's, it's, I, I feel like for, for where I'm at in my life right now, I'm bridging the gap between science and spirituality because I definitely am woo woo, but there is so much science behind, like from an epigenetics perspective, a neuroscience perspective, um, quantum physics and metaphysics perspective. It's like when you are allowing yourself to experience more pleasure or joy or appreciation or gratitude, you are quite literally healing your immune system because you're out of, you're out of the stress. You're out of yeah. fight or flight, which we're, like I said earlier, we're living in 70% of the time and it's not a time to create. It's not a time to eat a sandwich. It's not a time to sleep. So when you can get yourself out of stress and you're living in higher or more elevated emotions, those organs that have been shut off for a while start to turn on. So you're actually healing your body from a neuroscience perspective, from a psychology perspective, when you're feeling more pleasure and bliss and and the love for life, you have more self-worth, your confidence in yourself. You start to, you leave the job to start the career. You leave the toxic relationship because you know it's not serving you. You start to call in and you just go for things more. You have that belief. You're in that I know energy because you feel better because you're experiencing more pleasure in your life. And then from uh, metaphysics and quantum physics, you're in that frequency. You're becoming, you're in the vibration of pleasure and bliss. And you're just going to bring in more of those things. You become a magnet, a vibrational match. And then from a neuroscience perspective, you're quite literally changing your thoughts and your thoughts are healing your body. It's like, Mm. wow, it's so exciting. It's in, it's empowering, my love. It's an empowering place to be when you know that you are the master creator of your reality. And all it takes is maybe maybe some guidance, right? And, and my my do, like, I'm, my purpose is to help you remember your power. 
And I can give you some tools and embodiment practices just to help you remember that you are fucking powerful and that you are the master creatrix and for my, for the masculine, the master creators of your life. And you can have and be and do whatever the fuck it is that you desire. We just got to train ourselves to get into that state and rewire these negative thoughts that are rewirable. (laughs) Yes. Danielle, you are so magical. Seriously, you have such a gift. And I just want to acknowledge that right now and say thank you so much for sharing this gift because I think this is going to help a lot of people. I mean, I'm sitting here just in awe right now. So I can't even imagine for people listening because it's just, yeah, you you really have a way of speaking to it that's very resonant and tangible. And it's really empowering. Like I'm sitting here just being like, fuck, yeah, I can't wait to get off this call and like manifest everything else that I'm desiring for my life. And you have this gift of really making it feel like it's tangible because it is. I want everyone listening to know that you can create your life however you want it. There's nothing too crazy for the universe, God, whatever you subscribe to. There is nothing too crazy or out of bounds. If you want it, you desire it. One, there's a reason that you have a desire for that. You were born with that desire for a reason. So you're supposed to go out. I mean, this is literally your your only job on this planet is to go after the things that you were built with desire for. So what the fuck are you waiting for? Oh my yeah. God, so true. And I just, I want to just add again to what I was saying. It's like, if you don't believe the, if you have a hard time getting around the spirituality, like the woo-woo-ness, as I just said, you, I can um, share the the science, like the neuroscience, the epigenetics, so like uh, quantum physics. So Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Bruce Lipton, um, my coach Coyote Joseph, who has a PhD in quantum physics and masters in psychology, like Carl Jung in psychology, they all talk about this. So there is so much scientific evidence and proof that if you change your energy and you start to think different thoughts, your reality is going to change or your belief in yourself, your confidence is going to change. And we, and really there, you can have something like a life altering thing that happens in your life that will create change. But honestly, for most of us, it's just the set of habits that we have. Our life is the set of habits that we have. So if we can make pleasure a habit, feeling good a habit, that is going to change your life drastically. And I don't know how much time we have left, but I, I just, just wanted to offer that for, um, for Black Friday, I'm offering, I had so many women coming to me wanting to learn more about this, this energetic yoni clearing So for women, like I was saying, you can actually cleanse your yoni, your womb of these, the energies of everyone that has ever been inside it. And I know for me, that was quite a lot. (laughs) So when I learned about this, I was like, Get them out, get them out, get them out, get them out, get them out. Gotta clear this out. But 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 realistically, like you can, there are there are way, things that you can do to help speed up this process of of calling in what it is that you want. And um, we have to really energetically clear out and make space for what we want to call in. So it's like everything, everything is energy. Everything, quantum physics, everything is energy or frequency. This what what is this called? Microphone. Microphone. I, I can speak, I promise. Anyways, this microphone carries a frequency. Our cell phones carry a frequency. Like everything that you have, the clothes that we have, these random essential oils, and if they hold on and they and they block certain things. So mm-hmm. I have a formula a process to help you energetically cleanse and clear out and make some space so that you can actually call in what it is that you desire. So I wanted to just offer that to you. your audience. Yeah. It's, it's so, it, you feel so much lighter and I've had 
clients like that randomly get a thousand dollar check in the mail or they, they start to hear, I mean, they actually start to hear from a lot of their like past <laughs> a lot. They're like, why I had like four of my exes, like come back out of the, I'm like, yeah, cause you're clearing, but they feel that cord cut, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but besides that, you'll have random synchronicities like things that are happening in your life that you're like, how did that, the random uh, check that I got from the couch, you know what I mean? Like from the furniture from nine years ago. Things like that start to happen when you clear out and there's strategies around that. So I think I shared the link with you, but I'm offering that um, to anyone that wants to hop on and see and really feel, feel what that feels like to feel lighter, to feel cleansed, um, to start to call in and anchor in what it is that you desire. You're so worthy and deserving of that, my love. And it would be my honor to guide you all through that. Yes, yes, yes. Well, we have a little bit more time if we want to dive into the science. I think that would be really important for people to hear. Totally. Yeah. So I think similarly to what I was saying earlier from from neuroscience perspective, because the fact that we are living in stress for most of our day, most people are. Um, I'm fortunate enough that I'm not working, you know, I'm, I'm in a job that I love my career and my dharma. But for most people, we're living in stress. And when we do live in a stressful state, that's a time that we are meant to either fight to flight or to freeze. Evolutionarily, stress is a, it's a great tool, right? Stress and fear, they're, they're important tools to have, but we're no longer running from a saber-toothed tiger, right? We're no longer running um, from a prey. We're running, we're desiring to run from our boss or yeah. it bills or it's, you know, it's, it, yeah, our, our partner or our mother that said something. And when we are in that state and we're feeling that trigger and the, and the body is having a chemical response what it's doing is it's getting us into either we're going to fight, we're going to flight, we're going to freeze, so we're going to we're going to hide. So our pupils will like dilate, will become super fixated on whatever's causing us to do that because we're thinking that we need to run from it, fight from it, or, or you know, or, or hide, fight it. So we get super focused on our physical reality. Our digestive system shuts off. Um, our melatonin production, which helps us sleep at night, shuts off. Because we are meant to run. We're not meant to sleep. We're not meant to sit and eat a sandwich with a friend. We're meant to do one of those things. And we're only meant to be in a, in stress for like 120 seconds. Mm. And most of us are in it all day, all, all day. day. So imagine day after day after day after day in a job that you hate or in a relationship that isn't fulfill, you know, fulfilling or you're just you're just feeling the the stress. Someone has said something to you, right? That is That has triggered you and we're living it in. Not only are we living... The friend said something to you or like something happened to you outside, an event happened outside of yourself that caused a chemical reaction in the body It happened that day. You're still talking about it six months down the road. You're still talking about it six years down the road. You're mm-hmm. still, right? So we, we are living in this, like in a time where stress is really working against us and that shuts off or parts of the body and that causes dis-ease in the body. That's yeah. neuroscience. That causes dis-ease in the body. Stress literally kills. It literally kills us. Mm-hmm. So when we know that it's like, okay, what are some things that we can do to like mitigate some of this, some of this stress? And that's where I came into play. I designed this, you know, creating pleasure as a habit so that we can st- start to live in a more peaceful state, non-resistant, not as stressed out. And then um, from like epigenetics perspective, I know there's three. So our body's made up of proteins and there are the, the brain will signal these proteins to make behaviors. And there's three ways that the signal gets messed up. And that is from a trauma. So like if we fall and we hurt our back from toxins in our food and our environment, right? And then our thoughts, our thoughts, those are the three things that could literally cause dis-ease and kill us, right? Mm. Trauma, 
toxins, thoughts. If you can rewire your thoughts and think different thoughts, you will create new chemicals, uh, reactions in the body that feel, that are better feeling thoughts that are, feel better. You will actually heal yourself from an epigenetics perspective. Yes, of course, the toxins as well, but like thoughts are predominantly what's killing us and causing more of, of the stress, right? Yeah. And uh, Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, who shares this, like if, you, if an event happens outside of yourself that causes this chemical reaction and you uh, are altered by this for a couple of days, that will become your mood. People are like, why are you in a bad mood? Oh, this part, this thing happened to me a couple of days ago. Then you start talking about it for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, then it becomes your temperament. Mm -hmm. And then you're talking about it for a couple of years or a couple of decades. And that becomes your personality, your personal reality. You're mm -hmm. focused on this one event that happened years ago. And you're still, your body is still creating this thought and your body's still creating this chemical reaction in the body over and over and over and over again like that's causing sickness in the body, right? So yeah. there, and I know when, when you hear all this stuff, it's like, fuck, what do I even do? What do I even do? But there are things that you can do. You can rewire this brain, which is, it's beautiful. Like it is malleable. We get to come to an empowered place to take take the reins and, you know, and it's up to us. And, you know, not for nothing, we're up against a lot. Like if you're watching television, <laughs> You know, the yeah. media, the news, it's like being mindful of what are you watching? What are you listening to? We're so easily influenced, you know, there it's, I, I don't, I don't watch the news. I don't subscribe to that because it's just, mm. I'm just inundating my my mind with more thoughts that create more fear living in more stress. And there's nothing more important than keeping my internal environment as peaceful as it can be. And, and that meant also leaving friendships, leaving relationships that didn't serve me. And it doesn't mean that I don't love them. It doesn't mean that it wasn't hard. It doesn't mean that it wasn't sad that I didn't mourn and grieve that. But at the end of the day, nothing is, you, nothing is more important than you. Nothing mm -hmm. is more important than your health, which is why I know what you're doing. You know, what you're doing is sharing with people. Nothing is more important than your health and knowing and having this information being empowered to make a choice and a decision of like, I no longer want to subscribe to that because it doesn't feel good. And not yeah. only does it not feel good, but it's causing sickness in the body. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Wow. Another truly epic tangent that you just went off on. And tangents. <laughs> oh my God, no, it's so beautiful because it's so resonant. And I said this before, you really have a way of speaking to it that really lands. Um, and what I was going to say to kind of piggyback on that is that all of this starts with awareness of the thoughts that you're having. That is number one. If you're listening and you're like, okay, oh my God, yeah, I'm struggling. Um, where do I begin? Or at least I think for me, that was the number one thing was becoming aware of the stories that I was telling myself and the thoughts that I was having. That's number one. Because then once you can identify them, then you can start tackling them and you can go up. Oh. And then when you start practicing becoming aware, then when it happens in real time, you're like, oh, I'm doing the thing again. I'm thinking that thought. And there are things again that I teach also that are like, pattern disrupting, right? So it's like, okay, if I'm feel, I'm noticing, oof, someone said something, even my, my sister today, even I'm, I'm about to get my bleed. So I know during, during that time, like I have some of my thoughts tend to be a little bit more, or my energy is tends to be a little bit more down. So my sister reached out to me. She's like, I'm splitting the Amazon prime bill with you because you order it a lot and I'm charging. And I was like, it was the first, after I meditated, I got this, it was like the first text that I got. And I was like, sure. 
And then I was like, Danielle, I was like, okay, like, let's sit with that. Like, what, what are you feeling? And I was like, I'm experiencing like contraction, like tight, like, like a heat in my chest. So th- there are ways in which that you can pattern disrupt and somatically release these things from the body. So um, if you think about like a gazelle that's being chased by a lion, if the gazelle survives after that experience, the gazelle shakes. It shakes. It's literally moving the stress, moving that out of the body. So it doesn't mm. sit, it doesn't sit in that. We are animals. We're meant to shake. So I have these emotional release techniques that I use. Like if you hear me quite often throughout my day, ah, ah, like I have hand screams, certain things you can do with the pillow, ways to remove that feeling from the body. So she, for whatever reason, that was a, that was, I was triggered by that in the way that she, you know, cause it wasn't like, hi, good morning. I miss you. I love you. It was like, I'm bed mowing you or how I incorporated that. Right. Just like I'm bed mowing totally. you. So, so for me, I'm in the car and I'm like, I, I pull over, ah, I hand scream, ah, like I identify what's going on for me. And then I'm getting it out of the body because emotions are energy in motion. They are meant to be expressed they are meant to be moved out of the body. And so many of us will not want to feel it. We'll suppress it. We'll drink it away. We'll smoke it away. We'll, we can talk about it, which is kind of releasing, but we're, then we'll, we'll complain about it with a friend and we'll live in that victim and we'll continue that emotion, right? So it's like getting it out of the body is mm. huge, huge. And that pattern disrupt, or I, I had something that I was working through with body dysmorphia. I had struggled with body dysmorphia for a story that I had was since I was 15 years old, I was constantly choosing that. Right. So if I had moments where I would uh, have some body dysmorphia thoughts, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Change it, change it, change it, change it, change it. Like literally that's, and it might look, and might look crazy to someone else. I don't care because I know the damage that it will do if that stays in my body, if that thought and emotion stays in my body. So I am change it, change it, change it, change it, hand scream, hitting the pillow doing whatever it is that I need to do to get it out of the body. And that's a big portion of the work that, that I teach as well. And also I work with um, internal family systems therapy, which is like, we don't want to just ignore it, right. Honor it. Like, so when I'm, when I hear that, I'm like, okay, when I, when I was triggered by the Amazon thing, I was like, what part of you feels like gypped or that you're being taken advantage of baby? Like what feels, where, where does she mm. feel? Like little Danielle is feeling like taken advantage of, or just like being like, told what to do and she didn't do anything, you know? So like honoring that and like, okay, I love you. And that's not, and is that true? Is that true? The story, is that true? And, and that's taken time to get to that place. But really first and foremost, it's like becoming aware, like you just said, and then getting it out of the body. So it doesn't stay in us. It doesn't stay in us because the more that we suppress that stuff, that's, that's when we lash out on our partner. You know, we say something we don't mean, or we then get in this bad mood all day and then we spill the coffee on us. And then we get in the car, God forbid, we hit the car or the boss put dump something on our table and says, this wasn't good enough. Like all those things start to pile up when we keep that stuck and we just like push it down. Wow. Yeah. I had a morning like that, actually. <laughs> my Wi-Fi was out and then my post wouldn't go up and, you know, yeah, it was just like piling on. Um, well, I want to honor your time. So before we go, is there anything else that you feel like we didn't cover that you want people to know? Wow. I feel like we covered so much. And I, I also encourage you, if you have questions, please feel free to reach out to me yes. uh, on Instagram. I love talking about this stuff. I love being able to break it down. And, and like you said, like really making it digestible and, and understand like layman's terms, because 
when I first would hear these things, I'm like, that's great, but I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know what that means. How do I do these things? So it, it would be my honor and privilege to, to chat with you about it. But ultimately, just going back to like remembering that you have the power you have the power to make different choices, to, to show up in the world where you are in love with life and life is going to then be in love with you. And it just takes mm -hmm. a set of rewiring certain thoughts that you have. And once you do that, and, and there is, um, when we do start to do this work, there is a little bit of, with, of a withdrawal period because when your body has been used to a specific thought and a specific chemical reaction, for year could be years on end it's going to feel when you're changing that and disrupting that, it's going to feel a little discomfort right you're going to feel uh, like yeah. you're if you're quitting smoking cigarettes or if you're <clears> quitting <throat> drinking or if you're stopping eating sugar there is a little bit of a withdrawal period but stick it out and that's where i say like you are not alone you do not have to do this alone you do not have to be on this journey alone like asking for for guidance is like the greatest sign of strength and it's like you really believing in yourself and knowing like i don't have to do this alone so just wanted to share that and also, um, once you start to rewire that, you're going to start to see things happen really, like quickly and maybe not big, massive things, but you will start to see synchronicities. You will start to see more order that a synchronicity, um, for people that don't know, it's like, you know, when something randomly shows up in your life and you're like, how did that, you know, I was thinking about that. How did that even happen? Right. Or, or yeah, just random events that are happening that you think are random, but it's actually creating more order. It's that frequency of, of more order in amongst chaos. Cause like really the real, the world is chaotic. There's so many different energies and frequencies, but when you get more coherent in your life, when you start to have um, more elevated emotions of love and gratitude and, and joy and bliss, those are really uh, coherent in the body in the brain and the heart, it's coherent. So you start to create more coherence, more order in your life. So, you, so the, you'll start to see things happen. Random opportunities, you're meeting specific, certain people in your life and you, something that you were desiring, they're, they're telling you that they have that opportunity for you. Like just random things. You're like, oh my gosh, whoa, that's cool. How did that happen? I had some really, what I thought is like random, but actually just so divine. Um, so the more that you do that, just you're just gonna feel better you're gonna have more excitement in life you're gonna be awake you're gonna be up you're gonna be more receiving the universe is gonna feel that you're gonna feel more confident in yourself you're gonna start to feel healthier because your immune system is operating more optimally and life just gets really fucking fun yes 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 and life is meant to be fun Okay. So I ask all my guests before we go this question, what are your health non-negotiables? So what are things that you prioritize for yourself on a day-to-day -day basis? Pleasure. And like I said, by it's a spectrum, but pleasure, um, joy, pleasure, joy, mm. feeling into my heart, I'm, I really desire to get out of my head as often as I can and lead with my heart. And, and, and the more that I've done that and that check, I check in with her every single day, I give thanks to her for beating a hundred thousand times per day for me that I don't even have to think about that. Like giving so mm -hmm. much gratitude, I've gained so much more clarity in my life. And I just have developed really beautiful relationships with people and have developed more compassion and more patience. And it feels it's just such a great place to be. So more pleasure, more joy, leading with my heart would be like my three non-negotiables. I love that. I love it. Well, 
please tell everyone where they can find you. I'm going to add links to the show notes as well. But um, also, if you want to work with her, make sure that you check out her website and just please let everyone know where they can find you. Yes. And if you do end up connecting with me this way, please let me know that you found me through Courtney, through Real Foodology. Um, so I can send you guys a little, a little treat that I have in mind for you. Really, uh, two beautiful activations that I would love to offer to you. But my Instagram is Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E dot Rosner, R-O-S-N-E-R. You can visit me at DanielleRosner.com as well. And yeah, that's where you can, that, that's where I'm at for the most part, Instagram and my website. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today. This was such a powerful episode and I'm so excited for people to listen to this. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored and privileged and it's been such a pleasure really to be able to get to know you. And I'm just in such awe and adoration of the work that you're doing and how you're showing up in the world. So thank you so much, sister. Mm, Thank you. I want to mirror that back to you as well. And I'm so happy that we got connected. It really feels like it was meant to be. Totally divine. Totally divine. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Love you. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Real Foodology Podcast. If you liked the episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let me know. This is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Mike Fry. The theme song is called Heaven by the amazing singer Georgie. Georgie is spelled with a J. For more amazing podcasts produced by my team, go to resonantmediagroup.com. I love you guys so much. See you next week. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and doesn't constitute a provider-patient relationship. I am a nutritionist, but I am not your nutritionist. As always, talk to your doctor or your health team first.